Hello mamas, my name is Erin Rose and welcome to the Dear Mama, You're Going to Find Your Joy Again podcast. So I'm super excited. This is my first ever um, podcast, so I decided to take a leap of faith and just go ahead and dive in. And I am a mama of three littles at the time of this recording, six, four, and two, and I'm a homeschooling mama, so I am obviously a stay-at-home mom. And I have recently gone through a miscarriage um, about five months ago. And so going through that, I have been dealing with a lot of emotions and just trying to mom along with going through those emotions and feeling how I'm feeling and trying to be the best mother that I can be. And there's just a lot, I feel like, for moms to have that perfection as a mother, you know, and I don't know about you, but as a mom myself... I sometimes feel that pressure of just you have to be so perfect in control of your emotions and everything, and it sometimes gets to be a lot. And so I've been noticing on my Facebook feed and on my Instagram reels, there's just all these reels and posts about you know gentle parenting and just obviously figuring out how to speak with your child and how to gentle parent. And I am all for that. So I'm not not saying that I'm against it or in any way, shape, or form. Um, I really try to (laughs) gentle parent is what they call it. Um, But I sometimes feel the frustration, and I don't know if you feel this as a mom, but just that frustration of like, how am I supposed to gentle parent when for myself, I'm a stay-at-home mom, my kids are little. There's just all this stuff going on all the time. You're constantly needed. You're constantly interrupted. You know, you don't have that time to step back and and just take a breath for a minute. And I'm supposed to gentle parent. I'm supposed to be like in control of my emotions at all times. And so I was like thinking about it and I'm like, it's just one more thing that you're like, oh my gosh. I'm failing. My kids are going to be in therapy for like 30 years talking about how, you know, one day when they were four, like I lost my temper and I raised my voice to them and I was, and and now they're in therapy for it. And so I don't know if any other moms, you know, does this relate? Do you, do you feel this way? And you just don't want to screw up your kids. I think that's the biggest thing as moms, like we don't want to screw up our kids. So they're going to be sitting there you know, in therapy being like, oh my gosh, my mom just, you know, that one time when I spilled my milk and she yelled at me and, you know, I, I completely, completely agree with the whole, you know, you need to talk to your kids like they are people because they are, and they've only been on this planet, like my oldest is six. So they've only been on the planet for six years. They're trying to figure out how this whole world works, how to control their emotions. They have a lot of big feelings And so I'm going to give you, you know, just two separate scenarios of (laughs) just the whole gentle parenting thing. I think it works for sure, but it takes so much practice. And I think sometimes, too, that expectation is placed on moms to do it perfect all the time when we're still working on ourselves a lot, you know, because just for me, there's not a lot of support with being able to take a break from the kids. And so when you have all these stresses and these pressures on you, I think that it's really hard in the moment sometimes to, you know, be calm and be just a superhuman person. And so uh, there's two separate incidences. I'm just going to share with you of just examples of how I'm like, okay, 
I I didn't and it doesn't mean you're failing if you lose your temper like you're not a horrible mom that is not what it is um you're human and as a human you have emotions and when you're needed constantly it, you're human obviously you're like okay I can't handle anymore and so just the perfect example is like this morning so we're in the kitchen and my two-year-old is wrapped herself around my leg and she's pretending to be a puppy. So she's pretending to like eat my leg like it's a bone, right? Okay. And then my four-year-old, the son, is standing in his little um, tower. We call it a pirate tower, but it's like a step stool thing where they can push it up to the counter. He's standing there asking me for food like literally every five seconds and I was trying to get his breakfast. And then my oldest is over on the side with this play camera thing that she has. We got her it's a camera, but it's a play one. And she's telling me to like strike a pose and mom, look at me and mom, look at me and mom, guess what this is. So I have all of that going on. Right. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Well, then my son, he goes and he wants to take the camera. They went in the other room. Cause I was like, okay, you need to clear out of the kitchen just for a second so I can get your breakfast. And so they went in the other room and I don't exactly know what happened, but one of them took the camera away from the other one, and so they started fighting about it, and so my daughter um, gets up in my son's face, and, you know, she's yelling at him, and she's saying how she doesn't like it that he's taking the camera, and he deletes all her pictures, and just being very, very loud, and very, very just, just angry. She was angry, and so I came over, and I was like, no, we don't get in their faces, you know, that's not how we treat people, and then she started to get and my face just started to get loud. And I said, you know, lower your voice. That's an outside voice. Or for when we're hurt, we don't, you know, we don't yell like that inside. So I asked her twice and I said, if you can't lower your voice, you need to go in your room, in your safe space so that you, you can get that frustration out and that's your safe spot. And I asked her again, it's cause she, and then she looked right at me and she yelled in my face and I was like, okay, um, let's take a breath and lower your voice. And if you need to yell and holler, then you need to go in your room. So then she looked right at me and like yelled in my face. And I said, okay, you have a choice. You can either walk in your room or I will take you. I will carry you in your room. And she sat on the floor and she yelled in my face again. And so I picked her up. I cradled her and you know, she's flailing around and I brought her in her room. I set her down on her bed and I said, when you're done, um, yelling and hollering, then, you know, you can come out and this is your safe spot. And if you want the door open, you can have the door open. I love you. So when she was in her room, I was putting clothes away. And so I would go in, I went in and I was like, when you're ready to talk, you can come out. You know, we just have to lower our voice and we don't yell at each other. I love you. You're my special girl. I said, are you ready to talk? And she goes, no. So I go to go out and I would say, do you want the door open or close? And she said, close. I want my alone time. And, you know, I was going back and forth doing the clothes and when I go in, I say, I love you. When you're ready, you can come out. Do you want the door open or closed? Just trying to make that connection and, and for her to know that she was loved. And so it was probably about 20 minutes uh, that she was in there. Just like she calmed down. She stopped yelling and screaming. And she was just kind of hanging out on her bed, just playing with her stuffed animals, like calming herself down. And then when she came out, she came and she sat down on the counter and we were starting to talk. And I said, you know, it's, we, we just, we can't talk like that to people. That's not kind. That's not showing love. And you know what she said to me is, and so she was like, yeah, mom, it's really hard. It's hard to do that. It's hard for just me to, you know, 
figure out how to handle that. And I said, yeah, me too. Me too. So let's work on that together. I said, you know, let's come up with a word where you can help me, where I'll take a breath and you take a breath. And what do we say to each other? And I said, let's do like honey. Cause there's a Bible verse that says, you know, kind words are sweet to the soul, like honey, or I just totally messed that up, but it's something like that. So I was like, let's say honey. And we'll remember to take a deep breath and we'll step back. And I said, I need to work on this too. So may- let's help each other. I said, you help me, help me and I'll help you. Okay. We'll work on it together. So that is, I, I totally, I felt like I handled that like a pro. I mean, I was like, yes, I handled that so well. Yesterday, I did not handle that well. So I do not say that to toot my own horn because yesterday, um, pretty much the same thing happened. They started fighting over the camera. And just to lay this scenario out, I was trying to order food because we were going on vacation. So I was trying to plan meals for next week before we leave and then for the week after while we are on vacation. Where we're going, I'm not going to be using the stove or oven. We're basically like dry camping. And so I was trying to order all these snacks. I'm like on Amazon trying to order snacks, trying to figure out. I'm trying to write things down next to me on a piece of paper of stuff that I'm going to buy at the store because that's what I'm going to do before we get ready to leave. I got to go shopping. And I was trying to meal plan. And they were off in the background just fighting over this camera. And I was like, I'm going to throw this camera out the window in the road and a car is going to run over because I'm so tired of them fighting. And so they're fighting and she got in my son's face again. And then my son was like yelling at her. So I separated them and she got in my face and she started yelling how she was so upset because he took the camera and she hates it that he takes the camera. So she's yelling at me and I said, no, no, you need to back up. You're in my face, you know, and then she got, she started yelling. And so I literally was just like, I'm done. It was just too much for me. I was overwhelmed. I was tired. Um, and so I picked her up the same way I did today. And I brought her in her room and she was yelling and screaming at me like, you're the worst mom ever. I, I don't want you as my mom. You're the worst. And I'm like, and I remember just setting her down in her bed and just feeling so just, I mean, like the adrenaline was going and you're just so upset. And I said, you can stay right here until you decide to calm down and stop getting in his face and stop yelling. And I closed the door and I went out into the living room and my son and my littlest one were just looking at me because they don't like it when mommy gets upset and raises her voice. And I was like, Oh, I was rattled. I was frustrated. And so I was like, I need five minutes. I said, mommy's going in her bedroom. Give me five minutes. They were safe. They were playing. I closed my bedroom door. I took a deep breath. I sat down on the bed and I just prayed. And I said, Lord, I, I know that you gave me this child for a reason. Like she is strong-willed. You gave her that strong will. You gave her that just fire. You gave her that spitfire please help me to calm myself down and to be able to parent her in the way that she needs me to parent her, to teach her self-control, to teach her, you know, and, and show her self-control for me, like me showing her self-control, what it looks like. And I took a breath and I came out and I was still upset. I could feel it. I could feel that I was still upset. So I didn't go in to talk to her. And then when I went in to talk to her after, it was probably a half an hour or so, um, I went in and I sat down and I said, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I got upset. And for you moms and for me, I think that is the biggest thing. So gentle parenting is something that is an amazing, an amazing thing for kids. I mean, I would say more, it's just treating people like they deserve to be treated, right? Not so much gentle parenting, but the fact that you 
just try to make that relationship. It's all about connections with your kids, right? Teaching them and showing them and modeling for them. And we fail at that because we are humans and we are needed constantly all the time. And so when I went in to talk to her on both days, even after the other day, I said, I'm sorry I lost my temper. That was wrong of me and I should have stepped away. I should have taken a breath and gone into the other room and removed myself. And I'm sorry that I got upset at you. Do you forgive me? And she goes, yeah. And they said, mommy was wrong. I should not have, you know, raised my voice to you. I should not have gotten upset. And I will work harder on not doing that in that situation. Mommy needs to practice that. I need to work on that so I can show you how not to do that. And that I feel like is the biggest the biggest thing is that our kids know that when mommy gets upset is if they know and they see, okay, mommy comes in here every time that she gets upset or she, you know, raises her voice to me. She comes in and she apologizes and she says she's sorry and she admits that she was wrong and she asks for my forgiveness. I'm not saying it gives you like carte blanche to go and just be like, you know, jerks to your kids and yell at them all the time. But when you mess up and you can go in and you can apologize to them and they see that model that, hey, you know, everybody messes up and it's the connection. Like I'm coming to her and saying, mommy made a mistake. And so I got thinking about these two situations just to bring it back to that. And I was like, how different were they? Why was I able to control my my emotions more today than I was yesterday? Well, number one, because it's a weekend and my husband's home and he is able to help me and keep an eye on the other two while I deal with, you know, her being upset. And number two is after the other day, I really thought about it and I was like, why did I get so upset? Number one, I was doing like three or four different things at one time. And um, just being very honest with you, I, when I went through my miscarriage, the dates were the 8th through the 13th when I was going through it. So those dates just automatically trigger me, I think, to be more emotional. And that's when we're camping. I would have been about six months, maybe six and a half months pregnant. So I'm thinking about that on top of, you know, trying to get everything ready. And so just all of that as a mom was on my mind, whether I I was aware of it or not. And so in that situation where I lost my temper and I lost my control of my emotions, I, that is one big reason why it does not mean it's okay, but that is why. And so I, I just remember thinking, you know, in that moment of, I am responsible for three children (laughs) and teaching them how to have self-control when I can't even control my emotions. Like how am I supposed to teach them? I'm responsible for these three little people to learn how to emotionally control their emotions. And I can't even hold it together myself. And so in that moment, I just felt like a failure. I was like, I just feel terrible. Like why can I, how, how am I supposed to teach them? And so just thinking about that, I would just encourage you, like, it's okay. That's a lot of weight. It's a lot to be put on moms. But we're all learning together. I mean, I'm learning with my six-year-old. She's teaching me. My kids are teaching me what it means to be totally open and forgiving and loving because they're like, okay, sure. (laughs) I forgive you. Let's go play. Let's go play play Play-Doh. And I'm like, okay, I'm not screwing up my kids if I lose my temper and I raise my voice to them. And I'm showing them how to make that connection, how to admit you made a mistake, and how to show love when you go back and say, you know, I'm really sorry. Do you forgive me? And so I think that took 
I gave myself grace to allow me to be like, okay, I am not messing up my kids. I am not. I am teaching them how to be compassionate, how to be kind, and how to admit when you made a mistake and go back and try to repair that relationship. So I would just encourage you as moms, if you're feeling like that and you're like, dude, why can I not get my emotions under control? You are a human. You have a lot on your plate and you're feeling that pressure to just be perfect. And you're not screwing up your kids. You are not. If you're going back and you're teaching them that you apologize when you make a mistake, you admit when you're wrong, and you move forward in love, I think that's a huge thing to show them and model, even when we obviously lose our emotions and our minds (laughs) on those days where you're like, if one more argument goes on about, for me, I was like, this silly camera, I'm going to throw it in the garbage. And it's like, that's normal. So... Don't feel bad if you are feeling like you're struggling with that. You know, the the next best thing you can do is just take a breath, say a prayer, and just know that your kids love you and you're doing the best you can and you're doing amazing. And so I just want to end and just encourage you with that. It's just you're, you're doing the best you can and you are loved, you have a purpose, and there's a reason why you're here. 